This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Wednesday, November 25th. Today, I'm going to encourage you a little bit about the importance of being less of a worrier and more of a warrior. I'm also going to answer a couple of questions from listeners. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So, wow, you guys, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Are you kind of excited? Are you excited? We've been making Thanksgiving cookies at our house. Actually, my house looks a little bit, if I'm perfectly honest, my house looks like a little bit of a Christmas Thanksgiving extravaganza right now. Because I think I told you guys, we sort of snapped and I put up trees. I put I put trees up in every room in my house. Every room in my house is sparkling right now. Several years ago, we had some trees. Uh, well, actually, all of our trees. My son, we grew up with a son who's allergic to trees, like actually in the hospital with asthma allergic. So we've had, you know, fake trees now for a really long time. We've had them for years. And I had them stored underneath the house well, about two and a half years ago. Uh, when, you know, so I don't know what happened. We got, we had like a mouse infestation. And then that winter, when we came to pull the trees out, they had ruined all of our trees. Not only had they ruined all of our trees, but they also ruined all of my, uh, my ornaments, my precious ornaments from my kids from when they were really little picture ornaments. And we had a lot of handmade things from my grandmother and anyway, uh, ruined them. Everything smelled like, well, it smelled like mice. It was just terrible. So I grieved over that. You know, I, I took pictures of what I could salvage and the rest of it, we just took to the dump and uh, got rid of it. Well, that was a bummer. <laughs> so I just determined at that point, I was like, all right, we're, you know, we're, we're doing something different this year. And uh, I discovered that a company called Balsam Fur has their Christmas trees on sale. Once a year, they put them for sale. Don't even look there right now, you guys, because they're kind of expensive. But once a year, they do a massive sale in July. They call it, you know, funny, Christmas in July. So I I splurged and bought a Christmas tree that is my most favorite thing. It's so pretty. And uh, and then I started, then I got a couple of trees from, you know, Walmart and a couple of trees from uh, just different places around town. And I my goal was to have a tree in all of the major areas of our home, like a tree in the library, a tree in the front room, a tree in the family room. We have like a little sitting nook. I wanted a tree there. And you guys, I've never been so happy to see those trees in all my life. And I don't even care if the house looks like it could be Christmas and it could be Thanksgiving because I'm thankful for all of the ways that when I come home at night, my house just says, this is a safe place. This is a place where we're joyful. This is a place where we we celebrate what God has done and what he's continuing to do. And so I hope you guys are doing the same thing. I hope that you're taking a break from all the crazy, even, even if it's just for, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit of a break from it and focusing on loving your kids well. You know, we, we've got so much going on in the culture right now. And, and uh, this is a great time to remind our kids we have a lot to be thankful for. And tomorrow for Thanksgiving, I'm actually going to read to you guys. Actually, it's a pretty cool story. I'm going to read to you 
um, Abraham Lincoln's Thanksgiving proclamation and some other things that I think are going to encourage you specific to Thanksgiving. But for today, I thought, you know, when in the Bible, like life was never easy for anybody. Like it just wasn't like they had moments of life being easy, but as a general rule, it was hard. And, uh, I am, and I, I thought, you know, let's, let's talk about what God does to protect his own, right? He says, first of all, that we're supposed to pray like we believe him. And I'm going to encourage you, Joshua 10 verse eight, uh, I love this story because this is a a story of bold faith and we can learn a lot from the prayers of Joshua, this mighty warrior. And so can our kids. So allow me to set the story up for you guys. Uh, The king of Jerusalem was worried and he had heard that Joshua, an Israelite, had captured a very large city of Ai and on the heels of a complete victory over Jericho. And his natural response, of course, was to be afraid. Are you guys afraid right now? Are you afraid, like the powers of be? Are you afraid? I know a lot of people are. I've had absolute moments of it, long extended moments, right? Joshua's natural response, of course, was to be, uh, to be, I'm sure, fearful too. And the king of Ai was afraid of Joshua because he had heard that Joshua had captured uh, Jericho. He heard about all these things. And so his response was to be afraid of Joshua, especially after he'd heard that the city of Gibeon had entered into a peaceful alliance with Israel. Well, we can't have that. So King Adonai, Adonai Zedek, I think that's how he say his name, Adonai Zedek, Adonai Zedek, I don't know how you say it. But his fearful response was to call upon five Amorite kings to join with him and attack Gibeon. Now, naturally, the kings accepted and they moved their troops into place preparing for an attack. And I, I was thinking about, you know, stuff that's happening in our culture right now. And you're kind of starting to see evil forces because they feel like they've got the wind at their back right now. These evil forces sort of aligning. Have you guys seen that? You see what I mean? Well, what would you do if you knew that five kings, have your kids come listen. This is really important. Kids, what would you do if you knew that five kings from some of the most feared groups around were coming to destroy your town? the chances are pretty good that like the Gibeonites, you'd be begging for help from your allies. Well, the Bible tells us that the Gibeonite men were strong warriors, but even a strong warrior is susceptible to fear. Even those of us who are really strong and we think, boy, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to be strong. Even strong warriors can be uh, taken over by the spirit of fear. So this was their very human response. This is, this is what they said in Joshua chapter 10, verse six. The men of Gibeon quickly sent messengers to Joshua at his camp in Gilgal saying, don't abandon your servants now. Come at once, save us, help us. For all the Amorite kings who live in the hill country have joined forces to attack us. Well, Joshua's response was exactly what they were hoping for. He gathered his entire army and he sent out to Gilgal. Uh, He set out rather from Gilgal to Gibeon. Why? Because the Lord is with Joshua. And he makes them this this bold promise in verse seven. Not a single one of them will be able to stand up to you. And in verse eight, don't be afraid of them, the Lord said to Joshua, for I have given you victory over them. Who gives the victory, you guys? It's the Lord. It's God who gives the victory. He said, not a single one of them is going to be able to stand up to. It doesn't matter if you're, it doesn't matter if you're outnumbered, doesn't matter if you're outspent, outgunned, outsmarted, nothing. God plus nobody 
is a majority. And that's powerful. But the best part was yet to come because the Lord performed what Joshua couldn't. The Bible records that God threw the Amorite army into a panic and he didn't stop there. You guys, God threw the Amorites into a panic. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm, my, I'm praying real differently right now about the situation I find myself in here in the United States. God threw the Amorite party army into a panic and he didn't stop there. As the Israelites chased the retreating army, the Lord caused a hailstorm that killed more of their enemies than even their swords. And Joshua was emboldened by the mighty work of God. And so he prayed a mighty prayer of faith in front of all of the Israelites. In front of all the Israelites, he said, let the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Aijalon. So the sun stood still. This is God answering his prayer. So the sun stood still and the moon stayed in place until the nation of Israel had defeated its enemies. How boldly are you praying right now, you guys? We're coming. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. How boldly are you praying? If you want your children to learn to believe in the power of prayer, it needs to start with you. So pray boldly. Let your children see that their trust is in the Lord, that they can trust in the Lord. Some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots and some might trust in a political party or some might trust in a president or a, or a court or a judge, but we don't. We trust in the name of the Lord. And the Lord of heaven's armies can make the sun stand still over Gibeon and the moon over the valley of Agilon, and he can have his victory. He wants us to pray boldly. Pray boldly, you guys. We have so much to be thankful for. And we can say, Lord, you can do it. You can do it. He is able. This is a great time of year to crank up the praise music and crank up the level of your prayers before the Lord. I love that God said, God said to Joshua, don't be afraid for I have given you victory over them. If we're going to have victory in the current struggle that we're finding ourselves in, it's not going to come from the hands of a human being anywhere. I don't care who he is. It's going to come from God. And when it happens, when God moves, if God chooses to so move in such a way as to deliver us from the tyranny that's standing at the door of our nation right now, boy, are we going to know that it's him. God specializes in the impossible. That's his deal. That's what he loves to do. And he's going he's gonna to continue to do it. So I want you guys to be encouraged as we step into this season now, really the, this beautiful season of Thanksgiving, to trust the Lord is at work. The Lord is on his throne and we can trust him. He is good in everything that he does. Do you trust him a day with me? Trust him because you can. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You guys have been so awesome and you're, and you're sending your letters in in the middle of all this stuff. And every time I go to open up my mailbox, I'm so excited to hear from you. And I wanted to answer a couple of your questions today. And this in particular, because it's, it's holiday sort of Thanksgiving related. And it's a mask question. And I told you guys I'm getting a lot of them. 
So I'm going to try to just encourage you. This one comes from Katie and she says, hi, Heidi, my sister and her family were supposed to visit us for Thanksgiving. I had twins in July and she wanted to meet them. I stay at home and she works from home as a teacher. Her babysitter helps manage her children with her while she and her husband work. The babysitter just told my sister that if she visited us, they would have to quarantine for two weeks after. We live in Pennsylvania where masks have been mandated since May, maybe earlier. Boy, Katie, do I hear you on that. I don't watch the news anymore because it's all fake. I'm with you. And I don't believe the numbers that they project regarding current cases. I believe it's done to push fear and keep people away. Katie, you are smarter than most of the people who are on the news right now. You're smarter than 99% of them. At any rate, My sister has chosen to side with her babysitter. I have sobbed over this because I know this is the work of the adversary. My sister's not a believer and I don't know how to reconcile this choice other than to be extremely hurt and sad. Do you have any suggestions on how to cope with this matter? I don't want to shut them out, but I feel like shutting down and not talking to people who buy into the propaganda. All right, so first of all, Katie, I... My heart is hurting for you right now. I have almost exactly the same situation happening with one of the members of my family. I also have cried over this because it hurts. It really hurts. And we can either be bitter or we can get better at loving people the way that God wants us to love them. And I'm going to encourage you right now. In fact, I'm I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to ask Katie that you pray for me and pray for all the people who are listening to this who are in similar situations. This you're you're right about this. This is the adversary. 1 Peter 5:8, right? We have an adversary, the devil, who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. The Bible tells us in the book of John that he comes to kill and steal and destroy that he he uh, he devises wicked schemes. One of the things which, one of the seven things which the Lord says he hates are people who devise schemes to, uh, to, div- to divide people. And that's what we're seeing right now, right? More than any other time in human history, boy, are we seeing it. And so I'm just going to encourage you, ask the Lord to help you love your sister. I mean, I think it's good to tell her the truth, but try as much as you can not to be hurtful. I'm telling you what, it's been such a struggle for me because I am a truth teller. You guys know this about me. And the exhorter in me is just going bananas right now, (laughs) but that hurts, but you mix this with the hurt and it's real. And can I just encourage you? The reason I I told that story about Joshua and the battle uh, uh, with the Gibeonites is just to say, God can do it. The battle belongs to the Lord. You need to say, Lord, do something amazing so that people can see that you are you, that that we worship you. Even if you don't, Lord, we're still going to worship you. But Lord, I'm praying a bold prayer right now for my for my sister Katie. I'm going to pray boldly for her and for every other person that's listening to this right now that's going through a similar thing because of this demonic, awful lockdown, mask mandate, garbage, Lord, that you know it's wrong. Bring healing, Lord, where it seems like there could be no no way. I pray, Lord, that this Thanksgiving for Katie's family and for the thousands of other families that are going through this would be so blessed and so precious and so... Um, beautiful, that they would be able to look back on it and say, Lord, in the middle of the Rona, you showed up big. You showed up big. So Lord, we pray, Lord, for the for the hearts of, of the men and women right now who are struggling so much. And I pray a blessing particularly over Katie right now.
So Katie, I hope that that helps you, sweet girl. Hang in there, hang in there. Next question comes from from uh, Emmy, kind of a similar thing. I'm going to try to get through these as we come into the holidays. She says, Heidi, do you advocate for large private home celebrations, Thanksgiving, Christmas, et cetera, currently, particularly in areas where hospitalizations are up and ICUs are full and doctors and nurses are heavily burdened? My young family and I are terribly concerned about having serious consequences related to contracting the Rona, but I do feel hesitation related to potentially spreading it around to older family members in other communities where there might where there may need higher levels of care. All right, this is going to be a personal decision for you, Emmy, that you're going to have to make. So my personal belief in all this, having traveled the country and knowing people that are in uh, in these areas where hospitalizations are up, I still believe that the fear mongering behind this is wrong on a hundred different levels. Every year, Pneumonia kills people. The flu kills people. Not more deadly or less deadly than the Rona. Is the Rona killing people? Yes, it is. The flu also kills people. There are all kinds of communicable diseases. And this idea that we can't be around each other, it's like we've forgotten that we believe, is, is God in control or is he not? Now, I'm not saying to be stupid. I wouldn't invite somebody over who says, hey, I just tested positive for COVID. You guys care if I bring your turkey? Well, then obviously no. But if people come over and they're healthy, do the thing. It, it, it's breaking my heart to see families who are completely healthy and they're becoming sick emotionally because we're so worried that we're gonna get, we're gonna contract a disease. You can't keep yourself from getting. If you walk outside your front door, you guys, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but you're gonna run into germs and they're gonna be everywhere. The Bible teaches us that our days have been ordained for us, numbered before a single one of them came to be. And as children of the living God, I think we we we're, we want to be uh, careful, but we also trust that our hands and our hearts are in the hands and heart of God. And so I I don't buy into the lockdowns. I think they're hurting us. I think the emotional damage is worse than I think. There's a definite downside, a definite risk uh, right now emotionally to this and spiritually because of what's happening to our families and what's happening to our relationships, and it is devastating. And so when you say, Emmy, I love your heart, because when you say you feel hesitation that's related to potentially spreading it around, I want you to have the same hesitation that's not potential, but it is spread around to our family members when we don't, uh, when, when we distance ourselves and we say, hey, I don't see you as a human being anymore. Now I see you as a virus. I, I see you as a potential risk to my health or I'm, I am a virus. I'm a super spreader, right? That's not the heart of God. I just have never seen it. And I don't think that the social distancing and all the things that we're doing right now in the name of a virus at the 99.9% survival rate is helping us at all. So I've been telling people, whatever you did last year for Thanksgiving, do it this year. If you're sick, don't go. And if you feel the need to say people, hey, I know this is, you know, hey, we know this. But if you guys, if you got a cold, if you don't feel good, please stay home. This idea that, you know, the asymptomatic people are the ones that are spreading it. I just, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. And in fact, when I had Dr. Urso on here, Dr. Urso, remember, he's this uh, brilliant guy, brilliant doctor. And he was like, dude, we actually need the people that have the little tiny fragments of the Rona to help uh, build herd immunity, to spread herd immunity. He said it's better than getting a vaccine. But you got government officials and the, the fear, I mean, is coming from government officials, right? And they're telling you your health comes from a mask and needle. And I'm telling you it doesn't. 
And so they're two different, very different ways of looking at it. Um, but I hope that you'll hear my heart right now. We are living in a world that is so burdened right now and so heavily uh, indoctrinated. We have hurt ourselves beyond our wildest imaginings. And I would love to see us say a bold no, no, no to this as we go into the holiday season. So anyway, I hope that helps. I know that there are those of you who disagree with me and I respect, I respect that you disagree with me. Um, but I'm going to, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right. We are going to have a, a, a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration at our house. Not as big as we normally do, but not because of the Rona. It's just, it just worked out that way. And the people that are coming to our house know if you're sick, don't show up. We love you. We'll send a plate home. But if you feel healthy and you feel good, just like with any other year, we welcome you. Come and enjoy uh, being together. We're going to sing. We're going to get out our guitars and our pianos, and we're going to lift our voices to the Lord. That's what Thanksgiving is for. That's what it's for. And uh, that's what my prayer is for you guys this Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, I'm going to come on the show, and I'm going to do something a little bit different. Every year, I, you know, I've got a whole bunch of books that I read to my kids about Thanksgiving. I'm just, uh, I love, I love Thanksgiving. There's a book called Thank You, Sarah, The Woman Who Saved Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm going to be focusing a little bit on her tomorrow and just encouraging you with the history of Thanksgiving, reading a proclamation from President Lincoln uh, that was written in 1863 and is probably more important, I think, now that we understand it than even in 1863. And I love that uh, that God does that. You guys, we're missing out if we miss out on this special time. Uh, but then we're missing out on a lot of things in the United States right now. So let's not forget Thanksgiving and not even sideline it because I think it's a big mistake. We have a lot to be thankful for. We really do. And we've got to get this right. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you uh, for leaving reviews for the podcast over at iTunes, for sharing this with uh, your friends and your relatives. We really appreciate the reviews that you're leaving. We're working our way up to 10,000 reviews. And when we do, it's going to take some time. But when we do, we are going to have... Uh, a party to to uh, break the bank over here. I cannot wait to do that. Uh, I want to say thanks for those of you who've been supporting us financially. Again, we very much appreciate it. Uh, some of you, the reviews that are coming in on iTunes, I was going to read a couple of them to you today. This one came from Grammy Loves Poppy. I just loved that. And so I thought, I'm going to read that review. It's so cute. She says, my daughter, whom I homeschooled many years ago and is now homeschooling herself, just shared your podcast with me. And I'm so thankful she did. Thank you for encouraging us to be bold and to remember that Jesus is our refuge. You are a blessing to our family. Thank you, Grammy. Man, I appreciate that. This one came from Jamie. She said, Heidi St. John tells the truth. I appreciate her fearless approach to discussing the culture from a biblical perspective. This is a gem of a podcast. Thank you so much for that. This review says, bold biblical voice. If you're looking for strong biblical truth and how it relates to today's cultural issues, Heidi does a great job. She's faithful to scripture and has a pulse her uh, and has her pulse on what is going on in today's culture, especially related to what's impacting our children. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for leaving these reviews. Biblical truth spoken with gentleness and compassion. Wow, I really appreciated uh, that one. Um, I thank you so much. This one says, Heidi is a voice of truth. She encourages me and is helping me to get off the bench. Every one of those reviews that comes into iTunes, we read and are encouraged by uh, all the reviews you guys leave for us over at Amazon. It really matters, particularly in a culture right now where people are trying very hard to tear us down in many, many ways. And so uh, we appreciate that. 
please pray for us. There's uh, and I'll I'll tell you guys more about it next week. I've had a bit of a medical thing come up, and uh, I I will be I'll fill you guys in on it at some point next week. But we're just going to encourage you guys to continue trusting the Lord with us. Pray for this ministry for me and my family in particular. We really appreciate that for the work that we're doing here at Firmly Planted Family, and for the frontline battle, which is the battle for education in this country. And things are about to heat up, and we will be talking about that a little bit more in the podcast next week. But come back tomorrow, and I've got a special treat for you with regard to the history of Thanksgiving. We love you guys. Have a great day, and I'll see you back here on Thanksgiving Day. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.